Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org notes. Hello, everybody. I'm Kenneth Copeland. This is the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. Let's have a word of prayer together. Father, we thank you for this broadcast today. We thank you for this healing week on, on, the, on this broadcast. And we, we, we are so privileged and honored for the power of the Word of God to be manifest and for people to be healed all over this broadcast. And we thank you for it. We give you the honor and the praise. You are our healer. You are the healer and you're in the house. And we thank you and we worship you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Join me today in welcoming Richard Roberts to this broadcast. Richard. It started off yesterday just like I thought it would. Praise God. The, the anointing of God being manifest and people receiving healing. Praise God. That Praise is God. just so big with me. It's Honor been, to be with you. It's been huge on the inside of me ever since day one at ORU when I walked on that campus. In fact, people I, I believe will enjoy this that because this is what part of what we're talking about when that healing anointing is present it just it it it, it just stirs up everything the very first day we were, I was supposed to register the next morning now this is in January 1967 and so we that evening we just drove through the campus and and uh, we had the kids with us and Kelly was uh, was right at four and John was just a little baby. And we, just as we drove in and, and Kelly, this was back before it was against the law for a kid to stand up in the seat. <laughs> <laughs> She's standing up between Gloria and me and we just drove in there, turned in the, the front gate there where the, at the, where the flags and everything. And we drove in, Kelly said, Oh, Jesus lives here. <laughs> now we had not said anything to her about where we were going. She sensed it. She sensed it. And she, it kind of did her that way. You know, Oh, she said, Jesus lives here. I said, yeah, baby, he does. <laughs> Amen. Praise and God. Jesus Amen. is here today. Amen. Um, let's go back. We read this uh, yesterday. In Luke chapter 5, verse 12, it came to pass when Jesus was in a certain city, behold, a man full of leprosy, who seeing Jesus fell on his face and besought him, saying, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. Now he had confidence in his ability to heal him, but he didn't know whether he would or not. Now let's stop and think a minute about why somebody would think that to begin with. Now, people, people all over the world have this same problem, but most of the time it's because they've heard this preached or there's some idea of it. But now think about this man's situation. Man, he's full of leprosy. This disease is he's in the last stages of it. Nobody's had anything to do with him for a long time. Nobody would get close to him. That He has to holler unclean. Nobody has anything to do with him. 
And he's, he's, well, you know, he's at the point where he wonders if, if God will have anything to do with him. He's, he's so down. He, he, is, he is on his last moments of his life. And Jesus, oh, I, I tell you, I love him, put forth his hand and touched him first. Mm-hmm. Nobody's touched this man in probably years. Mm-hmm. All the goo and whatever else, and the filth and the smell about him, and Jesus touched him. Isn't that, isn't that rich? Oh, he touched him and he said, I will. You be clean. Oh, glory. And if he'll touch him, he'll touch us. He'll touch us, <laughs> man. That, that was, you took the word right out of my mouth. Yeah, that's, exa- that's oh yeah. Sure. This oh, settles no respect of persons. No. So that settles it for all men for yes. all time. Once and for all. It's, it's God's his will. will. He said in 3 John 2, Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health. That's healing, even as your soul prospers. So he's concerned about you being healed in every area of your life, your spirit, your mind, your body, your family, your finances, your total being. He wants you well, and somebody's getting healed. There's a person watching, watching right now. You have a leg that's two inches shorter than your other leg, and your, your right leg is lengthening out now to the same length as your other leg. And also, there's a person that's facing major surgery uh, in your right knee. Your, 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 your knee is all ballooned up. It's all swollen, and uh, you tore something in it. Uh, someone's going to find you're going you're gonna to be able to walk and completely have no pain whatsoever, oh, and you need to go back. When you go back to your doctor, someone's going to find the surgery is going to be canceled. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. Hey, I just heard Jesus say, of course I will. <laughs> well, that's the Jesus he is, and he comes in. There's a person watch, uh, listening right now and watching. You have this voice box problem. You've, you've lost your voice. You've been diagnosed with a cancerous tumor on your voice box and God's healing, that tumor is disappearing right now mm. in the name of Jesus. And there's another person, You just in the next few days, you're supposed to have uh, some type of bypass uh, concerning the arteries being blocked up and plaque, I just see it in the spirit, plaque is just dissolving in the arteries right Glory now. Glory to God. And there's gonna be an unrestricted flow of blood through the arteries. And you'll be hearing from somebody saying, it was me. Yeah, amen. You know, it, it was me, I'm the one, and the doctors have confirmed it. You know, Thank Richard, God. you know Mylon LeFevre. Of course it is. And he, he was having some heart issues, and he, he, the doctor examined him, and Richard, God had already done a bypass on Mylon before they ever got to him. Praise God. <laughs> and he, he's, he's just healed and well. Hallelujah. That doctor said, this is God, man. He said, yeah. <laughs> he said, this is a miracle. Well, it's, his, it's his will. Yes, it is. And some people seem to have a, a difficulty in understanding that God wants you to be well in every area of your life. He gets great joy and pleasure. No matter what he was doing, he was either on his way to heal somebody or he was there healing somebody else. All or he time. was on his way to heal, or, 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 or he was right there in the midst of healing at that present moment. That's what Jesus does. That's his He's business. He's a healer. He is the... And he said, he, I must be about my Father's business. Glory to God, man. That's yes. the healing Jesus. Yes, amen. If you keep looking at that verse and you go on down a few verses, you find that he was in a house and the Bible says the power of the Lord was present to heal. It's yes. verse 17. Mm-hmm. And 
uh, my dad used to, used to teach me this story when I was a boy. He said, he said, look at the faith of these four men. He said, Richard, do you think you can see faith? And I said, well, I don't know if I can see faith. I, he said, well, Jesus can see faith. Because when these four men lowered this paralytic man through the roof, mm -hmm. as they tore the tilings or the top of the roof off, it was easier to do in those days than it is today. You could tear the roof off of a house and literally lower someone in. And that's what they did. The Bible says that Jesus looked up and saw their faith. Yeah. He saw yeah. the faith of those that were around him. You need to be around someone who believes what you believe. You need to be around someone who will activate their faith and release their faith with you. And when Jesus saw their faith, he did something unusual. He dealt with the man's whole life, his sins first. He said, your sins are forgiven. And of course, the religious leaders got very upset. Who do you think you are? You can forgive sins. And I can just imagine what Jesus must have thought. He said, well, whether you think it's easier to say your sins are forgiven or rise up and, and walk, let me just show you that I have the power to do both. Rise up, take up your bed and walk. And the man was immediately healed and began to praise God. Now, those are the kind of miracles you were talking about yesterday that we're going to see again. Yeah, we're yes, going to see sir. those types of miracles yes, because the power of the Lord is present right now to heal. That 10 anointing is back. Yes, it the is. power of the Lord was not only present in that house with Jesus and no doubt his disciples and a great crowd, so much so they couldn't get in by any other means except to tear the roof off. That power is just as present today as it was. As somebody who've cut yourself, you, you, you cut yourself all the way down to the bone here from your wrist about halfway up to your elbow on the inside of your arm. And if you're going to look down, you're going to find the scar is just disappearing. Praise you're going to be completely God. healed. You'll have no more discomfort. It tore some tendons and things on the inside. You've not been able to open and close your hand properly. You've not been able to make this kind of movement, but you're going to have all that kind of movement right now in Jesus' name. Praise Whoever you are, God. contact. Go online, contact Kenneth. Amen. Hey, oh, praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Let's just stop and praise Him. Thank you, Father. Just praise Him. Just praise, praise Him. He inhabits the praises of His people. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Father. Kenneth, there's another person who's burst a blood vessel in, the, in your biceps. When you know, you know when, you, when you try to make a muscle mm -hmm. where, where it bulges mm -hmm. right here, you, 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 you burst a blood vessel in there and it, it's really affected the use of your right arm. And you're being healed right now in Jesus' name. You're gonna find you're able to move your arm and that blood vessel is being healed right now and you'll have no more trouble with it in the name of the Lord. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm not gonna interrupt this. Yes, you, hey. Can I tell a story on you? You may do whatever the Lord's putting on you. I, I'm a respectful person, okay? You're, you're a year or two a few older than I am, and I'm always respectful of my elders, and you've been a mentor to me, and you've been a friend to me since I was very young. In fact, God used you to speak to my father in my rebellion years that I was coming back to God, and I was coming home, and the word of the Lord, which he put in your mouth, came to pass. But I was preaching. I, I beg your pardon. I was in a service where Kenneth was preaching. This is years ago. And right in the middle of his message, the Lord spoke to me and said, get up there and take the microphone from Kenneth and give several words of knowledge. And I said, Lord, I'm not going to do that. I'm dis uh, that would be disrespectful. He's in the middle of his message. When he finishes, the Lord said, get up there right now. I said, Lord, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be disrespectful to Kenneth Copeland. He's preaching. And I said, Lord, if you want me to get up there, you tell Kenneth no more than a few seconds went by and Kenneth Copeland turned around, looked at me and said, Richard, I believe you have several words of knowledge. Don't you? <laughs> I sure did. <laughs> I, said, 
I was shocked. I said, yes. He said, well, come up here and give them. I'll finish my message in a few moments. I got up. People began to get healed. I sat down. You finished your message. We closed the service. Well, I'm telling you again. You've got words of knowledge. Do it again. I'll never forget that. Day. Amen. That's, that's why you're here today. And you were obedient, but I wasn't going to overstep my bounds. I wasn't going to be disrespectful. I don't think the Lord would work like that, but the Lord spoke to you. And he'll do that Amen. if we'll just open ourselves up. Yes, yes, that's him. Praise God. Amen. And you just continue to minister how the Lord's Well, uh, Kenneth, the, the, the most important thing to me is for people to understand, and you read it a moment ago in Luke 5, it's God's will. Jesus said, I will. Now, the leper, I'm sure, had many questions. And as, he, as Kenneth said, there, all kinds of thoughts must have been going through his mind because he was in the final stages of leprosy. But when Jesus said, I will, he forever once and for all settled the issue that it's his will for you to be well. He not only went to the cross to cut a new covenant in his shed blood for the remission of your sins and my sins and for the sins of the world, but he also took the stripes on his back for your healing. I read a recent medical journal report in which they lopped or put all sickness and disease into 39 categories. Mm -hmm. Jesus took 39 stripes on his back. Therefore, he took a stripe for every sickness and disease. And right now, in the authority of the name of Jesus, who I am and whom I serve, I come against this satanic attack. You that have this pressure in your heart, that's being healed right now. And the skipping of the beat, the, the arrhythmia problem you're facing mm. right now. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke this. Now, there's a person, you have a withered left arm. And, and you keep it uh, to yourself. You hold it in like the man in the Bible who mm -hmm. had the withered arm, who more than likely kept it behind his back because nobody, he didn't want anybody to see it. You have a withered left arm. Your left arm's not like your, your, your right arm. And God is healing you right now. And also there's a person, you're facing nasal surgery and God is healing your sinuses Praise. right now. There's a bone that's crooked. Praise. He was injured and that bone, you can feel it snapping and popping back into place. And, God, and there's a cataract in a left eye that's being healed right now Praise in the name of God. Jesus. Now, you, be, you may be saying, now, what's that? What are you talking about? That's an operation of the word of knowledge, which Paul outlines in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. The word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, uh, the gift of faith, the gift of tongues, the gift of interpretation of tongues, the discerning of spirits, the working of miracles, the, the gifts of healing, and they're plural, there's more than one gift. That's working right now through me. Not because of me, but because of him, because it's his will that you be well. There's another person, you've had a fracture right here in your, in your arm. You fell and you fractured your arm and God's healing you right now. And where they said it was going to take you eight weeks to get well, you're going to be well today in the authority Praise of Jesus' God. mighty name. It's God's will. Let that resonate down in your spirit. Satan comes but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. But Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and life means healing. It means health. It means strength. Yes, There's amen. another person right now, you've badly injured your right leg. And as somebody's riding a motorcycle and you fell and you badly injured your right leg, plus others of you have injured your right knee and God is healing you right now. And you need to get up and call or you need to email and, and contact uh, Kenneth's ministry and let them know what God is doing. I'll 
tell you, it's healing week. Amen. On it is healing week. Glory to God. You better shut me up. <laughs> no, no, I ain't going to shut you up. Don't, don't put that on me. <laughs> no, man. No, praise God. Praise God. Praise that's, the Lord. That's, that's why the, the Lord had me call you and, you and know, get you in here because Kenneth, this my, is what he's wanting to do. My dad, my dad schooled me. He would bring me up and stand me by him, by his side. One night we went into that invalid tent that you referred to. And I was right with him. There was a man there who was in the final stages of cancer. And Kenneth, the smell of that disease, it just took your breath away. Oh, I know. And my dad walked up to pray for him. And instead of praying for him, and he vomited. And turned around and walked out of the tent. Just left me there. I was 10 or 12 years old. I, I didn't know what was going on. I just stood there. And the man was looking. Everybody was looking. A moment or two later, my dad came back through the tent flap and got up on the bed, took the man in his arms and prayed for him. And I never knew why, because he never told me. But after my mother passed away some years ago, he and I were sitting down talking. And we were reminiscing and talking about some of the things you and I are talking about today. And I, I reminded him of that story. And he said, Dad, I, I never understood that after you threw up and you left the tent, suddenly you came back and you got up on the bed and prayed for the man. He said, son, when, when I got into that tent, I was under such pressure. The media was coming so hard after me. He said, so many people hated me. Here I was called of God. I was preaching, praying for the mm -hmm. sick people, getting mm -hmm. saved and healed. And they just, people just throwing the book at me. They just they seemed to hate me. And the media was so against me. He said, when I got in there and that smell hit me and I threw up, I said to the Lord, I can't do this anymore. And I turned and walked out. And I said, yeah, but you came back. He said, well, when I got outside the tent, the Lord said to me, if you're not willing to pray him, pray for him, then you're not worthy to be my child. And he said, that's when I came back in the tent and got up on the bed and oh, took the man my. in my arms oh. and prayed for his healing. My father was, was like a medical doctor in the sense that he would pray for you no matter who you were no matter what you had done, no matter what was in your past or, or mm -hmm. what might be in your future or what you were involved in. And in the authority of Jesus' name, that's the call on our lives to reach out. We're not the kind of people to cast you out. We want to pull you in. Absolutely. And I just set my faith with you right now for healing in the authority. There's a duodenal ulcer being healed right now. I curse this thing. I see it just as plain Hallelujah. as day. It's the same as I'm looking at you and Kenneth in this camera. I can see this ulcer that's being healed right now in Jesus' name and I see a heart condition. You've had a valve problem and God is inserting a new valve into your heart and suddenly it's going to work properly in Jesus' name. And the loss of hearing and the, the ringing in the ear is leaving someone right now mm -hmm. in Jesus' name. Now, I set my faith with you. The Bible says that, that if two will come together and believe, if you and I can come together and agree, if you will agree with me, if you will agree with me in faith, I believe we're going to see many, many miracles of healing this week. I set my faith in an agreement with you, and friend, I am not coming out of this agreement Absolutely. until the miracle is manifested. Somebody has almost mangled your left hand. 
Uh, you've all, it's been cut, it's been smashed, the bones have been broken, and, and you're sitting there wondering, you're holding your hand right now, you have such, such pain, and you wonder if you're ever going to get out. It was an accident, but in the authority of Jesus' name, that hand is being healed right now in the name of Jesus. You need to contact Hallelujah. Kenneth and let him know what God is doing Amen. in your life. He said to the leper, I will. It's my will. I want you to be well in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Oh, let's praise Him. Hallelujah. Right where you are right now, just praise Him. Just worship Him. Father, we bless you. We praise you, Lord Jesus. We lift up our hearts to you. We thank you for thank your you, healing mercies. Thank you for your healing power, your healing forgiveness. We praise you for it. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Lord. I, I just, Richard, I hear that so loud and strong. What he said to the man that they let down through the roof, he said, son, be of good cheer. Your sins be forgiven. This, this, obviously, the man's sin was just really a problem in his own mind. Jesus settled that issue with but him. He must have wanted to repent because it was right here. It was just <laughs> right here. I don't think the man ever got to the floor. I think Jesus is saying, son, be of good cheer. Before Your sins be forgiven you before he ever <laughs> hit the floor. And then he dealt with the healing of his then body. Then he dealt with the healing of his body. While the naysayers were standing by thinking that it was impossible, but there is nothing too hard for God. Absolutely. Nothing you're facing right now. Nothing is too hard for God. He can handle it but he wants you and he wants me to release our faith and to believe God. Get our faith in harmony with his, with, with his faith. Praise God. Now, let me, let me tell you something right before we're out of time. We'll be back in a moment, but listen to this. You can get on Roku and you can watch this broadcast over and over and over on our, our Roku channel and get, get, go over it and over it and over it again. The anointing is still there and it'll be there forever. Yes, it will. It will be. I've got... Listen, I have gotten healed on your dad's broadcast that just not over, uh, I don't know, now several months ago, that I got off of YouTube and I'm just watching it and, and glory to God, the anointing was there. Of course it's there. Amen. We'll be back in just a minute. We hope you enjoyed this teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org slash notes.